Welcome all to the Daily Crawl podcast. There are a lot of podcasts talking about life hacking, extreme productivity, and outstanding leadership. This is not one of those podcasts. My name is Courtney, and I've worked at a lot of companies. I'm Carl, and I've also worked for years in various office environments. Courtney and I have worked together and crossed paths for many years. Our goal for the show is strictly to share stories that we were either directly involved in or witnessed unfold in some manner. All right, let's get into it. Don't forget the fun and games department. The Daily Crawl. All right, Courtney, today I'm going to tell a simple story about a work outing. And given the time of year we're recording this, uh, even though this year there's not a lot of uh, togetherness, traditionally toward the end of the year, you know, teams go out either celebrate or do a workouting for, for team building, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, just want to review a, a nice, fun little story about uh, a time our team went out uh, together. It sounds great. And, and it is that time of the year. And, and there, there are, it's a time of year to share those kind of stories. This is when I was working at a major tech company. So we've had a few of these, you know, that's mm-hmm. the setting major tech company. A few years ago, this was, you know, we were in a business unit, you know, as a lot of, a lot of teams do, a lot of business units do. We had periodic work outings. Sure. Especially toward the end of the year, they'd make a point to do these outings. Try to pump morale up at the end of the year. So we're going to do something bigger than normal. Yeah. Or, or, or make a point to do it for sure. Okay. Right yeah. on. So we went to a place to race go-karts. Okay. This place also had... Uh, kind of in the lobby area. The lobby area was also an arcade. All right. And they still had classic arcade games. At this time, they were classic arcade games. Okay. You had the go-karts, you had the classic arcade, and you had um, a bunch of people from a technology, a bunch of nerds from a technology company. Um, All right. Kind of hanging out and socializing, right? Gotcha. So the characters in this, obviously I'm there, a bunch of people from the business unit are there. There's a guy... That I'm going to call Andrew. Okay. He's an engineer and he's kind, and he's a guy that I get along really well with. And, and we work together on projects, but he's also, he was also a little bit odd. He was kind of a counterculture type of guy. Somebody that I just got along with and, and, and I thought he was pretty fun, funny guy. So, so maybe, maybe though, before we go, like when you say counterculture, just so, just so the listeners kind of understand some context around what that means for you. Uh, like, what do you mean when you say counterculture? You know, he's probably into indie movies. He's, he's got, um, you know, he wears earrings, hair's a little different. And and you got to understand nowadays that probably doesn't mean much. Right. I'm going to say this is about 18 years ago, 20 years ago, maybe. Okay. Back then people like we had just flipped over probably to business casual or casual at, at work. And I don't mean we as in the company I worked at. I mean, we as in society. Right. 
Right. I mean, uh, I remember 18, 18 years ago, man, people still wore ties, right, uh, uh, to, to business places. So I, I get what you're saying now. You got someone who is, is, is on the fringe of that kind of scene when, when people weren't on the fringe, right? I mean, that, right. that, okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah. So he was an interesting person that I, you know, I, I, I was pretty good friends with from work. So Andrew's there. And then there's another engineer uh, that I'll call Dennis. And Dennis is very different. He's very straight-laced. He's a little bit, I would say, arrogant and a little bit kind of a GQ kind of a person. Okay. Um, and if you think about engineering, like software engineers, they can be, you know, I mean, they can be very traditional, um, nerdy type people. And I don't say that negatively because I would think somebody might characterize me that way. So uh, Dennis you know, definitely did rub some of his coworkers the wrong way. Uh, they were just different types of people. Um, sure. For sure. And actually, I didn't have anything uh, really wrong against Dennis myself. I did work with Dennis. Probably not the person I would spend a lot of time with, but I, did, I, I didn't have any negative feelings about him. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So F- fairly yeah. neutral, right? Just Fairly neutral. So we're at this. So, but Andrew and Dennis, um, didn't get along great. It probably more tension coming from Andrew's side than Dennis's side. So anyway, everybody's everybody's at this workouting, mm-hmm. and I'm cruising around. I'm interacting with different people from the from the team as everybody else is doing. We're racing cars, walking around the game room, and I see a group of people kind of around Dennis cheering him on. He's playing Ms. Pac-Man. Which even at this time is, a, is at this point in time is already a classic, you know, because it had been some years, of course, since Ms. Pac-Man had been out. Mm-hmm. And so Dennis is playing and there's a group of people cheering him on and he seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, and I'm kind of tuned into it because it's kind of irritating Andrew to some extent. Right. And so there's kind of a little bit of celebration at the end. And Dennis is feeling himself because he had set a, a high score and seemed to do really, really well. So, and you think Andrew was irritated because it was Dennis receiving kind of this attention and kind of this accolade. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's exactly what was happening. Okay. Right. So he's jealous. You know what? That's a good question. He, 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 Dennis just irritated him in general. So I don't know if he was, well, you know, maybe we'll come back to that. I don't know if he was jealous of the accomplishment or just irritated that Dennis was feeling himself, um, that uh, Dennis was getting attention. So it could have been a mix of jealousy and just general irritation. This may shed some light on it. After he, you know, after Dennis was finished, there were people that were that also played the game and tried to beat the high score and, and, and didn't. And Andrew tried to beat the high score and didn't. Mm, okay. Jealous is, an, is, is not an inappropriate word, but I don't know if that's the feeling I get as much as just... Andrew's desire to defeat Dennis, if that makes sense. Okay, okay. No, no, it does make sense, right? So it's not necessarily that he's like, I want the same kind of uh, uh, cheering for me that 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 Dennis is getting. He's just like, I simply want to beat Dennis. It's not about anybody else. It's only about Dennis. He's not looking for all those people to cheer for him. I mean, he just wants to... Put Dennis down. That's right. That's right. Okay. So, All right. 
Wow. So I mean, I'm, right. I'm kind of amused by this. I'm kind of tuning into it because I'm I'm fairly amused by this. So is Andrew like saying anything to you, or you just you just know him? So you're watching him, and you well, know what's I, at building. First, in it. I know what's building, right? Okay. But then I'd see that he's dead set on seeing if he can beat or if somebody else can beat Dennis's score. It's becoming on Ms. Pac-Man. On Ms. Pac-Man. And, and that's what's beautiful about this to me, especially as it's building, because <laughs> it's so um, ridiculous, right? It, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but I mean, as you're, uh, you know, alluding to here, it, man, this has nothing to do with Ms. Pac-Man. Right. That's right. This is about Dennis. It, it, man, it could have been any game. Asteroids. It didn't make any difference. Yeah, it could. It's like, man. Exactly. It, 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 it could have been the go-karts. It could have been anything, right? Yeah, yeah. Right on. Okay. I, I'm, I'm in mode now. Yeah, so he's dead set on this. Um, and, he, and he asks some people and has people take a try. And, and you know, we're friends. So he, he comes up and asks me if I'll take a run to Ms. Pac-Man and, and defeat Dennis's high score. Now he says that to you. Hey, Carl, will you take a run at Miss Pac-Man to defeat Dennis's uh, Dennis's high score? Oh, absolutely. Like that is what yeah, he's asking. Absolutely clear. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's he's intent on that happening at this outing, right? <laughs> okay. And and All so right. so All I'll right. just do a side note here. Um and you know this about me. I I'm I'm a classic arcade game enthusiast. I, so I grew up in the golden age of video games. Mm-hmm. I'm not a competitive gamer. Well, I mean, man, you're steeped in the lore of the community. Uh, the community, you know, the background of games. I mean, we talk about this stuff yeah. all the time. I mean, I think enthusiast is a great, a great explanation. Yeah, and, and like I said, I'm not a high score competitor, but I'm. I, I would say I'm easily above average. If if I were in a situation, and again, not that not that it matters because there's really no value in being above average. At classic games, other than just if you enjoy it yourself, right? Sure. So I'm 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 decent. In fact, when you and I had gone to a Microsoft conference a few years ago, and mm-hmm. they had like probably three popular uh, classic arcade games on the exhibit floor that were on free free play. Yep. And I remember at that conference, I had played Ms. Pac-Man, and I remember I set the high score there. Yep. I remember. And there were thousands of geeks there, and my high score held the entire conference. So, again, mm-hmm. there's no utility. There's no reason to brag about that. It's just it's, it's important to this story, right? Well, you, you know you have a capability. You could turn the tide for, for Andrew's needs here. Yeah, so when he asked me, I, I was slightly amused, and I, I, I did take a look at the high score, it was a good score. It was one of those scores that I knew if I had a decent game, I could I could beat it. But just like any of those things, if you had some cheap deaths or something like that, then you could easily not beat it as well. Mm-hmm. I was amused by this. And so I agreed to do this. You know, even when I agreed to do this, I didn't fully realize that Andrew was asking me to sort of be his champion. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. You're his knight in shining armor. So I started playing. And, and and I could tell that I was having a decent game. Andrew and the kind of people, I guess, that shared the same sentiment, they started cheering me on. Okay, so now is Dennis anywhere around? Um, he's around, but he's not... I, I don't recall him watching me play. Is Dennis even aware of Andrew's crusade to remove his score? At this point, probably not. Oh, okay, which adds kind of another sad layer to it. But okay, fair enough. It does, it does. I, I agree with you, it does. But... 
but we'll come to that because I, I do beat a score. There's a little bit of a celebration. You know, it's not a giant place. So Dennis is around. What's great is mm-hmm. Andrew made sure that Dennis knew his high score was beaten. Wow. Told him with like a lot of satisfaction, <laughs> right? And Dennis tried to play again and beat it, but couldn't. And, and Andrew delighted in this. So uh, I'm curious. Okay. So I'm curious, man. So is this kind of one-sided? And what I mean by that is like, do you think Dennis is like really appreciating the depth of the, the amount of effort that Andrew is like this crusade to remove his score? Or do you think Dennis is kind of more taking it like, oh, let me see if I can get in there and beat it. And he's like, oh man, you know, Carl got me. I, 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 I'm trying to like, where is, where is, cause man, I mean, uh, you know, is, is Dennis even like a participant <laughs> in this situation? That's what I'm asking. Is he an active participant? Yeah, that's a good question. Even though I was involved, I, the competition wasn't between me and Dennis at all. Right. I mean, I would even say Andrew to some extent took ownership over the fact that somebody anybody had beaten the score. Mm-hmm. So that was now his victory that he could leverage against Dennis. <laughs> okay. I would say it, it, he was, Dennis was slightly involved because, you know, Andrew wasn't Dennis's cup of tea either. You know what I mean? Um, okay. Being a sort of a little bit counterculture, Dennis didn't understand uh, a lot of reasons why Andrew sort of liked the things he did or did the things he did. Okay. I mean, they worked together, so they weren't confrontational, but, but there was some shared animosity here. This isn't Enough. just like yeah, yeah, yeah. one person going, the other person doesn't even know it's happening. Right, right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it was it was all ridiculous and childish. But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, you know, Dennis Dennis was defeated. He... <laughs> Andrew was like so satisfied and so happy at this outing. I mean, it made his entire day. Wow, man. Okay, so uh, uh this is it. do you did the other people at the outing recognize this dynamic? Yeah, I think Andrew was pretty open. He he, okay. he was a pretty open person. Like I mean, he 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 wasn't bashful about this. He wasn't embarrassed. He he was on this crusade. I mean, he was Openly telling people, yeah. like you, you got you have to get over there and help me defeat Dennis. Yeah, and 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 when you know when it was successfully done, when I was when I was able to do it, he happily told people, man, like, hey, you know, Carl beat Dennis's score. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, you got, I got, I don't know, like to a certain extent, this would certainly be entertaining to me. Wow, dude. So what a what a trip, man. I mean, th- that was his culmination of total success, man, for this outing. It just was like this ridiculous competition. And I heavily enjoyed it because I was involved, but the competition I wasn't really part of the competition angle of it, except for being a champion on behalf of Andrew. It was just the whole thing was so ridiculous um, that it just heavily amused me. Yeah, well, you got to, you, but you you got to you got to participate, man, in in this in this uh, for lack of a better term, it's this super petty thing, right? Man, you you got to really get in there and uh, 
and, and be a part of, of, of uh, helping that bizarreness flourish. Instead of enjoying himself, well, let me rephrase that. Instead of uh, participating in the outing as planned, uh, maybe he was enjoying himself, and probably was enjoying himself, he took the path to, uh, I mean, he spent, he spent his time trying to, to find ways uh, to thwart Dennis. That, that's it. That was his outing. And, pro- and probably was a great outing for him. And, and probably a lot of people there uh, rode go-karts, Matt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so, without a question, I think it was successful for Andrew. Yeah. I think it was a successful outing. I, I, I don't know if it could have gone better for him. That is outstanding. Uh, and, and think about it. Uh, that, that's uh, <laughs> that's a, a professional work environment. Oh, yeah. Man, beautiful. So that is, um, you know, as, as we approach the year end, I thought it was uh, a, nice, a nice reflection on, on what can happen at those things. Well, very nice, man. Thank you. Uh, a great workouting tale. Okay, Courtney, let's go over some listener feedback. Uh, we got a lot of response from the hand plunger episode. And, and man, that's not unexpected. It, it was a tragic story. So uh, I, I, I can imagine. Yeah. So um, an old colleague reached out to me and I liked his uh, response. He said, so I need the denouement for the hand plunger. And I, I have to admit, I had to look up what Ma was, how to pronounce it. Uh, the final part of a player movie or narrative. <laughs> okay. He says, I couldn't take the cliffhanger. <laughs> a, was it fixed? B, was a plumber called? Or did Bill go fishing? Do it yourself. It, great question. Uh, so here we go. Yeah, I, I must admit that... I, I sort of hit this in the story. It was missed opportunity. I, I think at that naive age, I, I, I was horrified in the moment. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had diffused the situation and uh, at the very least got Bill, the manager, off of Jake's back to stick his hand inside a full toilet. Yeah. Yeah, man. But I, I sort of went, you know, if I remember correctly, I sort of just finished my shift, went home. And I know when I came back, I at least had, I I mentioned that I was sort of wrapping up this job. I came back for, I know, at least a shift or two or more, and the toilet was fixed. I never got the full story of how it was resolved. Um, Just one of those things where you see something broken. At some point when you're not there, it gets fixed, and then it's fixed when you come back. And I, I admit now, just having revisited that story, I missed an opportunity to really really track the, the, the horrific uh, conclusion of this thing. Well, I mean, I think it's tough, right? When you're at that age, you have a job like that, you, you kind of out of sight, out of mind, right? There's so much going on in your life, uh, you take off. But I, you can tell your, your friend, though, I, I would have stalked everyone. Um, so I'm not 
I'm a little more twisted than you. So I, I probably, I probably, I would have stalked that situation. Uh, but, I, but I totally understand too. It's like, I'm done with my shift. I prevented my coworker from putting their hands in the toilet. Uh, let's call it a day. I can understand. You know, having, having sort of gotten response from people on the episode, uh, I, th I think most people had the sentiment it would have been a hard no if they'd been asked to do something like that. And, and that was <laughs> definitely my, you know, it was never on the table for me to get involved in that way in the story. So, uh, you know, it, it, <laughs> I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't as involved. I, I was thinking about it though, when I went over it, if, if I had been asked to do that, I mean, it would have been absolutely 100% a hard no. And if that meant that my, um, grocery stacking days, had to come to an abrupt end that would have happened i am 100 percent with you there, there would have been no discussion i would need to talk to anybody um i would have loved to see them write that up in fact when um they fired me refused to stick hand in toilet i would have wanted that <laughs> sentence in the um yeah no nah, I'm, I'm with you a hard no for me too and, and i didn't talk to anybody who didn't have a hard a hard no on that either so um Okay, so uh, Spike from California uh, gave us some feedback as well on the hand plunger episode. So um, here we go. Just finished hand plunger. Kills me. Uh, I think it made me realize that some people just have a greater tolerance for human waste than others. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Someone for sure in this case. <laughs> yeah. It, profoundly poor judgment uh also uh courtney coming up with the line scatological nightmare is genius uh <laughs> so uh, and such a concise way to describe the situation i i gotta right. admit spike i i i i was kind of horrified uh at the story and that is what jumped into my head um <laughs> wow uh spike goes on <laughs> Jake should send Carl a very valuable gift each and every year uh, to thank him for getting Jake out of it. I, I, I agree that I, I, I think, I think had Jake had to do it, he would think about it for the rest of his life. I, I, I think so. That's my, that's my take. That, that may be, it's sort of like one of those, uh, you know, near misses uh, sometimes you forget near misses, like if you, you know, almost get in an auto accident and your heart races for a second and then you go on with your day and sometimes you forget those. And I think, you know, it, it either registered for Jake that way. Um, or maybe he, maybe he, uh, revisits it in his mind and, and wishes he knew where I was so that he could send me <laughs> Awesome. All right. Oh, and here's a couple, a couple great points here. Um, Okay, so Spike goes on, realizing that, that Bill, the, the perpetrator of this atrocity, simply didn't think it was as unreasonable of a request as it was, uh, almost made it worse. Uh, he wasn't as much of a jerk, uh, but he was perhaps even more of a monster. And I, <laughs> and, and I think that's great because that's really kind of the pivot point of the, the nightmare of that story. Uh, he... That was his go-to. Uh, I mean, that was option two. No plunger, <laughs> right. 
stick your hand in there. That was <laughs> that was where we went. And I, Spike, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um, yeah, the, yeah. There, there were there are hundreds of possibilities in between those two, and uh, I think this is a good observation. Um, it is, and and, and Spike, Spike's got another one here because you know we we did we did touch on the whole expenses thing or what could be the motivation and um <laughs> spike comments maybe bill was so proud of his problem solving and thinking of the rubber gloves <laughs> from housewares that he wasn't willing to let it go without seeing it through to completion um sure he gets an a for effort but a definite f uh for allowing that idea to move behind initial brainstorming and I admit that that's an angle I hadn't thought of, but but I like it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think Spike summarized that well. Maybe he got this in his head and he had to see it through, yeah. which can happen for sure. Um, yeah, in, in good and obviously ter- terrible ways. Uh, last comment from Spike is a great one. Uh, you guys are creating a cool community, uh, people that love being entertained. Uh, by the unaware oddities of the office world is a great community to have. Uh, thank you, uh, Spike. We're really enjoying it, and we're glad people are enjoying it. Indeed. Thanks, Spike. If you didn't like this show, then we have more of the same in previous episodes and coming up on future ones. So join us next time for another story. If you have a topic or feedback you want to tell us about, send it to us at the Daily Crawl Feedback at gmail.com. And please share the show with friends, maybe some coworkers. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher. We're told that helps to get the word out. And thanks for joining. Until next time, you are not alone. It's a great thing to do as long as they don't have to hang around with you.